Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or Mother Nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me for this episode of The Alternative Hair Alchemist. This podcast is my effort to help you learn and empower you to want to try alternative hair because by the time I'm said and done, wearing a wig, wearing a topper to make you look and feel better about yourself will be just as accepted as wearing colored contact lenses or lash extensions, what have you, because you know what? It is all good for whatever reason, and you don't need a diagnosis to want to improve how you look. You want the hair that makes you feel vibrant, and I'm going to try and encourage you to do that. Now, this week, I want to talk about bad wigs. 
And when I say that, I can't think of a better term because everybody knows somebody. You all have at least one, probably more people that wear that wig and you're like, wow, what is that about? We'll get into the reasons for that, and I'm going to give you some tips that you can judge whether the wig you're wearing or whatever. Again, that's subjective, but I'm going to give you some pointers on that. But the bottom line is, God forbid, you got a wig that wasn't like the ultimate. There's always room for improvement, and sometimes it is a little bit of a process. I hate to tell you that, but it's by knowing what you don't want that you can better find what you do want. And a lot of the fear people have about initially wearing a wig is because of bad wigs. And with fears, first of all, you can't let them stop you. And there are ways to deal with fears when we'll talk about in later episodes. But anyway, back to bad wigs. A number one cause that I see is a wig that doesn't fit properly. You can tell because uh, they will like take the ear tabs and move it from side to side. That's a dead giveaway that a wig could fit better. Another reason is sometimes people don't know that anything better is out there. For example, I see women come into the shop that have gotten wigs from catalogs or a certain source for years, and they are just amazed when they try wigs on that fit. And so if you don't know anything better is out there, maybe open your options. Another thing is to try not to let cost alone stop you. I see women come into the shop and there is a perfect solution for them and they will absolutely love it. But the first thought they will have about themselves is like, oh, I can't spend that much money on myself. And I mention this because I think women are generally like that. So I ask you to take a look at yourself and you need to treat yourself just as you would your best friend, your kid. Self-care is not a luxury. You need to take care of yourself first. And I am telling you, when you get the hair that you love, it has ripple effects through your life. Now, when you're spending money, though, you want to do that carefully. I advise going to an authorized dealer of whatever wig you might like. And I know there's good wig shops out there. You hear more about the bad than the good, but I know that they are out there. And an authorized dealer, what that means is you can be sure that any wig, topper, whatever in my shop came right from that shop. And I have gotten to know everybody at the places of the things I carry. So good wigs have a price. So you want to make sure that where you are getting your wig knows what they're doing is authorized dealers. I have clients come into my shop with the wig they think. Perfect example is Beltress. She took the wig off and had a Beltress looking logo in it, but it was a color Beltress doesn't even make. So you really want to be able to trust where you're getting your wig from. And we'll probably talk more about that in another episode. Another thing that'll scare you of spending money is past ripoffs. And I hate that. I hate unscrupulous vendors, whatever. A lot of the times what happens is women will come in saying they want a certain thing. And that is what the shop sells them. You know, not all of us will take a look at you, talk to you. I ask the questions. A lot of times women coming through my door think they want a certain thing. But by the time it's said and done, it's totally different. And that's the magic I'm talking about that happens at the shop. Sometimes what you think you want isn't really what's going to work best for you. 
Another reason women get locked into wigs that could be improved are pleasing others. I have seen in my shop that it's actually a fear of looking too good or like if the person is in a somewhat controlling relationship, the other person will try and influence the choice of wigs. So fear and all the directions that it can go to with alternative hair. I'm going to have a fear factor month series. There are so many fears that are just like when you take a look at them, it doesn't even make sense. So fear of change is another one. I see women get locked into a style, become accustomed to that. And it's hard when you go to change, when you look in the mirror and it doesn't match up. I talked about this in another episode. Changing colors or styles takes a little bit of time, but you can't let the fear lock you into something that you want to change. And as far as wearing alternative hair because you don't have enough or you don't like your own, one way to look at it is every one of us has something about us that we want to improve on. And there is no shame in that. I don't consider wanting yourself to look great in a wig any different than somebody that you know uses a prosthetic of any other sort. And that's the way that it needs to be. Sometimes a wig that's easily detectable is just simply worn out. I see that quite a bit. You take a look at the texture of your wig because whether it's human hair, whether it's synthetic, and human hair does this too. There's like that general consensus that they think it's going to last longer. And often it can when you take good care of it. But the human hair wigs will dry out and they end up looking so fuzzy that you may not know it's a wig, but you sure know it shouldn't be on somebody's head. So by taking an honest look in the mirror, check your back view in the back. That's where I see a lot of alternative hair jam ups like at the back of the neck. So and that gets down to the movement when you use a lot of product when you move your head and the wig moves as a whole unit. To me, that is a giveaway. For example, I was watching the movie Flashdance, which I'm a big fan of. I'm that age, what have you. But they used a body double for the dance scenes. And I'll tell you, the dead giveaway is the wig. It doesn't move. There's a scene where she's bobbing her head and the whole thing moves. And I'm like, mm, bad wig alert. Now, the more you work with wigs, because it's been six years doing them shipping at a time, working 700 people, you get to know. Like, I have almost x-ray vision. I will watch shows like the crime documentaries, and I'll be able to spot who has a wig and who has a hairpiece. So, you know, if you're just starting out on your journey, all wigs will look good. It's crazy. But as you go along, you will learn the fine points of what you like and what you don't like. Okay, so, and how can you avoid wearing a bad wig? The first thing I ask is when you put it on, does it fit? Not only does it fit, does it feel great on your head, not move around, shouldn't be hot, shouldn't be itchy. If those are present, you might be able to get a better fit or whatever. But fit is the number one thing. When you are wearing something on your head that bothers your head, that's what you're going to think about all day. And even if it isn't like a conscious thought, it will affect you. Trust me, I have done this. And when clients are in the chair, when the final decision comes down to the last two or three, I beg of them, pay attention to how it feels on your head. Because I've gone through this myself. There was a wig that 
I wouldn't have chose for myself, talk about it more than once, wore it in a magazine. It was my first hand-tied wig. And because of how that wig felt on my head, I'm telling you, changed my whole view on the styles and everything. So go by how it feels on your head. Uh, Next thing, does it move? When you shake your head, do you at least have a little bit of movement of the hair? Again, remember your product. The texture of the fiber can also be a giveaway. Not every fiber is right for everybody. And I talk about this more than once. I carry 15 different brands. Depending on the color, the texture can look different. So this is where the whole individuality choice being the best for you comes when you can look at like 500 wigs. But anyway, it's a good thing to keep in mind when you're looking at the texture of the wig. Some of them can look excessively shiny. Some of them can look excessively wore out. And the top thing to tell if it's wearing a bad wig or not is does it make you happy? You want the hair that lights you up and hopefully even more than one wig because I'm telling you there is joy in alternative hair life and I want that for you. Another way that you could tell if you want my opinion, I do have a wig group, Wise Wig Advice on Facebook. You can post a picture and that's the thing. Women are afraid to do that and I'm not really sure why. It's a closed group and that's one way to tell for sure. I personally have anxiety so one of the things I do is judge you know I have someone else and it's Chris take a look at my lace front and stuff and assure me because I'll tell you even though I talk about it like it's not a thing it is something I deal with too. I have anxiety and I think a lot of people hair loss seems to go hand in hand with anxiety. I'm not a medical professional on this. And I can tell you firsthand, there are ways to deal with any anxiety, whether it has to be with wigs or whether it's just in general. There are a lot of therapies and things like that that work. I'm certified in a couple things, EFT, REBT. Sometimes if you're having wigs anxiety, you want to consult to just talk this through. I can tell you what I can do for you. And with any virtual consult, I'm going to do it just like you would would be coming to the shop. Uh, When I talk to you, find out what your hair goals are. We'll talk a few minutes. And from there, I kind of pick up on the vibe. And that's where my intuition kicks in because it's a process of elimination. The answers to the questions, well, knowing what works and what doesn't for you, we can fine tune it down. So anyway, just keep that in mind. Also, if you're in the U.S. at all, my shop is definitely worth a drive and an appointment If you want a specialist and you want to set yourself up for success in alternative hair, no better place to do it. And hopefully more wig shops will pick up and follow suit because the time for alternative hair is now. So many women, men, whatever... If you are even thinking about wigs and you want to maybe do this as well, also send me an email. But anyway, uh, the website is working now, www.verybestlittlehairhouse.com. I have a contact form there. Send me a note where you're listening from, what you'd like to hear. I'd love to hear from you. And until next week, we'll take a look at another fear in depth. Thank you for listening and bye-bye. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful. 
perfect and loved just the way you are.